This is In the Know for Monday, September 28th, the 272nd day of 2020. There are 94 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. It's back to school for Grayson County students this week, and thank God for the rain. We've got that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl, in speed. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. A few years ago, you bought me an outdoor patio heater. I did. You recall that? Yeah. What and, a waste of money. Well, uh, <laughs> so far, perhaps, because we may have to run the bird's nest out of it, but it sounds like the outdoor patio heater could be our friend as the weather changes, because when the pandemic began, we were all stuck inside, and we said, if we can ever just get outdoors, then everything's going to be fine. Remember that part? Yeah. Well, what's going to happen when the weather changes cold and we all have to go back out inside again? The sales of outdoor heaters, of patio heaters, have gone through the roof because people are trying to figure out a way to extend their indoors living to their outdoors living. So if you have one, consider yourself fortunate. Well, I have one for sale. You do? Yeah. Hmm. No. If it's mine, we're going to use it. we got to get ready to spend some more time outdoors. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great Mini Burger Fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. hey. How's Misty? I'm well, how are you? Not too bad. I'm loving the rain. We'll talk more about it in a, in a moment. We need it. Uh, very much. It's a change of size. Wait, hey, it's kind of dark outside. Yeah. Uh, the is it back to school day today? Yes. I mean, group A. It, 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 group A. Yes, but in the school. Building. I know we're going back to school. Right. We're going physically going to, to the, the school. Building, right. But is this a? Is this gonna stick? Well, no. Well, yeah, that's a good question. But but is this really the first day of school? We've already been doing schoolwork. We've been mm-hmm. doing NTI. Mm-hmm. But I guess you have to, if you're a student, you have to look at it like the first day because they, it's not since March. This have is students the, been in the classroom? Sure. So we had back to school. We started work. So this is the only school year that will have three back to school days. Like first, first so day is going to be my question. Yeah. We've got group A. Group A's first day is today, group B group tomorrow. B. And okay. then they all had a first day that they got introduced to work at home. Okay. Yeah. So you've got, well, and it was weird to see buses out this morning. Yeah, I agree. You know, school right now is like a 15-year-old trying to drive a stick shift. <laughs> er, Amen er, to er, that. Er, <laughs> like, we, everybody put your helmet on because your head's going to hit the windshield. <laughs> It, um, I know that there has to be some level of elation for sure. students. Well, but yes, oh, yeah. parents. It's, it's oh, so wait, the yeah, parents. Yeah, the par- yeah, the students too, for sure. Can you imagine how many parents are doing Tom Cruise and Risky Business this morning? Is sliding across the hardwood floor. They're gone. How many of y'all already drunk? <laughs> or, or there are some Line parents, though, there are some parents that are sitting there just waiting for tomorrow. Like, yeah. how did we draw Tuesday? Right. Couldn't we have been in the how A did I group? I get the short straw. Sure. Yeah. What did we do wrong to get into the B group? <laughs> I think it's your last name. <laughs> right. Now, listen, all those parents who had wine for breakfast are calling group B going, you got to drive me to get the kids today. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm an A group parent. Yeah. I can see the tweets and the, and the Facebook posts now. I love it. A group. A group. A group. Hello. I can see it happening. Now, listen, I'm not a proponent of drinking. Stay sober, people. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to ask, how many of you all pulled out the wine this morning? Heavy um, on the communion for a Monday I'm morning. I'm going to go at least one. <laughs> that's, what I'm gonna, that's where my money is, at least one. Uh, showers will put down about uh, 25, a uh, quarter of an inch to half an inch of rain today. And it will be its first day in a while since we've had a day like today. Where it looks like rain all day, yeah. turns into being rain most all day, 
We'll see rain throughout the day, a high of 71. Again, we could see as much of a half inch of rain, and we need it. Tonight, isolated showers. Clouds will decrease late tonight. Low of 53, some clearing tomorrow, and 66. Did you hear that? 66 as the high for tomorrow. Get used to it because we'll be like that for a few days this week before deciding... I think mild conditions are here. I left my African endineum outside, which does not like water or cone tips. So mm. <laughs> yeah, I really don't have time plant. for the rain today. I don't know that we, I don't know that we are. Um, I don't know that we can say that it's cold yet. It's it's a little shocking to the system. No, I don't think you have to worry about your plants outdoors just yet. It's an African endineum. It doesn't like. <laughs> 70-degree temps or rain. <laughs> it it uh, wants to be drought-starved and in warm temperatures. I understand, but it's lived most of its life in American dendinium. It didn't know. It didn't want to be here. We brought it oh, over uh, and put it in a pot and said, stay there. And I, I stuck it outside. It's supposed to be inside, and I forgot. Against its will. So now I may have killed it. I understand. Without my other. i got to tell you, i got a Swiss cheese plant. It melted. A Swiss what? cheese plant? A Swiss cheese plant. Yep. I right. somehow, she, the lady at the store said, oh, no, you can't kill this. Shockingly, <laughs> I've let it. I've seen me so do it. I, I put it by the window and watered it, and everything's <laughs> turned yellow. Uh, continued it's weekend happening. of unrest in Louisville. Uh, protests continued five nights of that. I don't know that they ever, I, I know protests have been pretty uh, consistent yeah, for several months in, in Louisville. Uh, but five nights since the uh, grand jury information from last week. Seems that the First Unitarian Church continues to be at the epicenter of the uh, of the protests. Uh, they're not 100% peaceful, but by and large, mostly peaceful. You've seen some, uh, some trash cans set on fire. I saw a car fire over the weekend. 28 arrests made, I think, into early Sunday morning. So Saturday night into Sunday morning, 28 arrests. Uh, so we'll continue to see that, I think, going forward. And, uh, you know, there's the, 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 um, um, the PR companies are hard at work on various sides of the issues is that it seems like every day brings a slightly different story about this body cam footage or that mm-hmm. or release this or do that. And so it just appears like this uh, story is not going away anytime soon. And, um, I gotta wonder if those car fires are really the protesters or people who are just plotting the demise of their vehicle that they can't. They're upside down. Well, it could right. be opportunism. Like, you no, know, it's opportunistic. Yeah. It could be opportunism, mm-hmm. um, but um, and then I uh, saw authorities say a man requested money to shoot Louisville police. He uh, he was accused of requesting thirty thousand dollars to shoot police officers in Louisville in a social media video while he was brandishing a gun. He's been arrested. Cortez Lamont Edwards of Louisville made the statements on Wednesday on a Facebook Live video. He was requesting the money to shoot officers who were in the street in front of his residence during a disturbance. So they uh, saw that video and then went and arrested him for making uh, threats. I guess that's some level of. Uh, solicitation, too, I, mm-hmm. I, I suppose. I don't know what all the various charges are there. We did get officially President Trump nominated uh, Amy Coney Barrett to um, fill the vacancy on the Supreme Court of the United States. He made that official and introduced her, and she spoke to the country for the first time as a, um, I guess she's officially a nominee now. One of the things that she did in her remarks to the nation were to pay uh, homage to Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg as a shatterer of glass ceilings. She said she would be mindful of the woman whose place she would take on the Supreme Court. Um, The replacement of the liberal icon Ginsburg is the second woman to serve on the high court by Barrett, who would be the fifth, would represent the most dramatic ideological change on the Supreme Court in nearly 30 years. And she's a young woman at 48, and so look, you know, if you just look at the likely length of service for, you know, the average American lifespan, how likely, how long she would likely work and serve, then you're talking about three decades uh, ahead that she will have uh, an influence on the on the court. And so depending upon where you line up politically, you either love that concept or you're concerned about that concept, uh, she did say, She's currently on the Federal Appeals Court based in Chicago. She made it clear there in her Rose Garden remarks that she looks to Justice Antonin Scalia, for whom she once clerked. She says, this is her quote, she says, his judicial philosophy is mine too. 
Judges must apply the law as written. Judges are not policymakers, and um, and I wholeheartedly agree with that. They are not policymakers, but it seemed like there's been a lot of legislating from the bench going on over the last uh, 10 to 15 years. And so it'll be interesting to see President Trump, you know, vows that her confirmation will come quickly. It will be interesting to see how soon impediments start getting thrown in her path. Mm-hmm. You know, the last time we've had a couple of, well, at least we've had one certainly ugly um, uh, confirmation hearing in Kavanaugh two years ago. Um Completely different situation, though, you know, unless you unless someone's going to come forward and make some sorority house claims about something that happened or this or that. And so but, you know, the oppo research is being done on her. But I would encourage, you know, if you're on the if you're left leaning and you're trying to block her nomination, I would be very you can't really be you can't contradict yourself and say she's this and she's that you know we're we're championing women and we're we're replacing a a female icon on the court so just because you don't necessarily like what you would perceive her politics to be mm-hmm. she's already stated she's going to interpret the law and interpret the constitution as it's written so how can you argue with those things you just don't like the idea that your some of these core elements that have been able to swing your way over the last 15 years uh, at SCOTUS, maybe, you know, the, the earth might start to quake under the feet of those issues. That's your concern. And, and I, you know, I understand that, but if they don't want her to be on the court, what do they have a playbook for blocking the nomination? I, it's not as if it can go completely smooth. Like this is, th- there's going to be something that's going to come out, or someone's going to say that you know she she wants put makeup on while driving or something like that. I mean, it's going to be something goofy, but it's not going to be anything to. It will probably be where she has stood on political issues in the past. Then they'll try to shade those as, um, I don't know, either racist or, you know. It'll be hatred or it's the those big machines that do the research and they turn over every stone and all that. They are trying to formulate something that will undermine her credibility, but I don't see their ability. I mean, let's be honest. You can take any issue and you can change the talking points to make it sound positive or negative, and you're going to perceive it in a negative or a positive way, dependent on your moral compass. That's why I'm always saying, if you don't know who you are as a person in your moral compass, don't wade into the waters of trying to give an opinion right. or to listen to somebody else because you're going to be persuaded. You, you basically, I call it the cellophane uh, theory. You become whatever you are in standing in front of because you don't have your own moral compass. So you, you wrapped over that person like a piece of cellophane. I'm looking forward to tomorrow evening because we get our first presidential debate. Trump and Biden. Mono Imano. It's going to be a cage match. I uh, am kind of... Gloves are off. Yeah. So I am excited about the debate. I like the presidential <laughs> debates. I would like to get in the spirit by maybe looking for a Trump wig and some, some tan in a can, like Trump tan in a can. I think we're really missing <laughs> some marketing opportunities to sell some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you want to go, if you want to go Biden-esque, you're going to need some aviators. Yep. You know, some aviator yep. sunglasses, yep. maybe a leather jacket, yep. uh, something like that to mm-hmm. kind of... You know, yep. put that put that look together. I don't know. I I don't know what to expect. I just know that it's going to be something. Oh yeah. It's you know, there's be, there's no it's way. It's going to be something. There's no way it can't be a spectacle. Anytime Trump <laughs> speaks publicly, it's something. But as much as I might try to predict what's going to happen, I will be completely 180 degrees from whatever I pick. I just know that it's going to be something. Now listen. Trump's going to say some things that we're all going to go, oh, goodness, they're turning to turn off the microphone. <laughs> but if Joe Biden doesn't reach in and hug him up and kiss him on the neck, then mm. I'm going to call foul because that's his golden move uh, with yeah, anybody it, that he comes into contact with. That's the way you treat people around you, you, you better treat, treat the president yep, that way, too. If, if, if you're not being creepy with women, then prove it by kissing the, the, the president on the neck. <laughs> I'm a little bit scared because I'm going to have to watch it with my mammal. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. Oh, yeah. 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 And she has strong opinions. Oh. Yeah. Could you record that? 
<laughs> Maybe okay. we should have a Meemaw segment on the show. What Meemaw says about politics. It is going to be, uh, it, it will be, you know, the headline I woke up to this morning, uh, I mean, I woke up at, at, and the first words I heard was President Trump wants Joe Biden to take a drug test <laughs> this week but, or before the debate. And I thought, oh, so we've devolved to this already. But then it did make me wonder, uh, well, I wonder what drugs Joe Biden is on. <laughs> you know what? It at least chance. at least made me wonder. You know, well, what? I, I don't I don't know. Oh goodness! All right, so let the record reflect. We went twenty one and a half minutes before we mentioned COVID. So that's good. Look at us making progress every week. <laughs> it's, it's headed in a positive direction. The uh, governor announced one thousand four hundred twenty nine new coronavirus cases yesterday. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, that brings us to 66,000, just shy of 67,000. Nine new fatalities, 4.42 rolling positivity rate over seven days, and now 1,354,000 tests performed in Kentucky. Interestingly, on Saturday, no, Sunday, Johns Hopkins University reported the number of confirmed cases of the coronavirus worldwide at now nearly 33 million, and we are... 5,000 deaths away from a million deaths worldwide. United States, 7.1 million cases, 204,000 deaths and some change. Two uh, Grayson County men have been arrested after a significant amount of methamphetamine and cash were found during an early morning traffic stop in Litchfield yesterday around 3 a.m., the LPD executed a traffic stop on the 900 block of Salt River Road to a Pontiac Torrent with no headlights. As um, Officer D.J. Newton made contact with the driver, a 20-year-old Dalton Decker of Clarkson and a 32-year-old William Santiago, a passenger who is from Litchfield, spotted methamphetamine pipe in plain view. A subsequent search located a large amount of methamphetamine and cash along with multiple items of drug paraphernalia. Both were arrested, charged. You know the drill from there. Mm. A Kentucky boy has been charged in the slayings of a woman and a 12-year-old girl. The boy was taken into custody in Jefferson County after authorities found the bodies of 33-year-old Tiffany No and 12-year-old Brooke Goggin at a home in Lawrenceburg. Uh, the uh, arrest was reported Thursday night following a car chase that started in Anderson County. The juvenile was charged with two counts of murder, domestic violence. His name wasn't released, and authorities didn't say how the victims died. A trooper uh, with state, state police said that he couldn't comment on the relationship between the suspect and the victims. Okay, how old is the boy? It didn't say how old the boy <laughs> is. I get the idea the boy is close to 12 because of the headlines. Well, that's what I A thought. boy charged yeah. with killing a woman and a 12-year-old girl. So wouldn't if he were 13, wouldn't we call him a Kentucky teen probably? Yeah, so and that's so what... I don't know. I don't know the age. They haven't said. They've because been very this, ambiguous. The story I had this morning said twelve-year-old boy, hmm. okay. or maybe I listen. It's early so, when I'm reading news. So well, again, that was my thing. Is that for some yeah. reason that tw- by having the age of twelve in the headline, right. even though they're identifying the girl, mm-hmm. somehow it gave me the imagery that he was around twelve. Was Plus, 12. when you call him a boy, if he were mm-hmm. thirteen or older, we would probably say a Kentucky teenage boy, right? So, but to but be I, charged with murder? But I don't that's know what that I thought. That's, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, a uh, lady is going to try and uh, stir things up at the Preakness on Saturday. Swiss skydiver will become the first filly since Rachel Alexandra won in 2009 to run against males in the Preakness on Saturday. Get it, girlfriend. Swiss skydiver. So that's probably who you all will be cheering for on Saturday should you even be aware that the Preakness is running. <laughs> I have a feeling I have a feeling unless I mention it again Ooh. between now and post time on Saturday, the two of you will not think another thing about the Preakness. Only if we're lucky. <laughs> In and high school, involved, high school yeah. football on Friday, Graves County downed Breckenridge County over at Harned, forty-nine to thirteen. Hancock County defeated Butler County, forty-eight to eight. In uh, of course, Butler County and Grayson County will tangle this weekend. Owensboro downed Ohio County, fifty-seven to seven, and Warren East downed Edmondson County, twenty-eight to eighteen. On Friday, of course, Cougars were idle on Friday after defeating Muhlenberg County on Thursday night. Uh, Pitt held off number 24, Louisville, 23-20. to 20. And um, oh, 
on the road at Auburn, the Cats, goodness gracious, in a bizarro world continues to surround Kentucky football. What a weird ending to the first half. That was a complete momentum changer. Probably didn't change the outcome. Still a game in the fourth quarter, but why even have a review if you're not going to get it right? It was an absolute goodness gracious. I thought when I looked up at one point, we were ahead. We were ahead, and we were going ahead a score until the officials on the field and the review officials both couldn't clearly see that Chris Rodriguez's entire body was in the end zone. It was a touchdown, and they said, so they either called it wrong on the field because for the thing they said happened, they should have blown the whistle at that time, and then they said, well, your forward progress didn't go into the end zone. It absolutely went into the in, into the end zone. All of him went into the end zone. Unbelievable. And hmm. then it was a makeup call on the targeting call. The very It was targeting, but they certainly made up for it to keep that from being a 14-point swing. Can you tell I'm mad about it? Are you angry? I I feel like you're angry. Yeah. Well, and so when I looked up and we were ahead, I was going, yay. Okay, this is good. The Pino Tisdale get to play. That's all I care about because I I was watching Netflix with my headphones on and... Yeah, just... That's my only claim to fame is I know Vito. Yeah, well, that's all right. We've got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way here on In the Note. When you need someone, someone that you, you can call, when all your day is Today gone, is Good Neighbor Day. Feels like, you can like those kind of, uh, there's the ice cream bars that are Good Neighbor bars, aren't they? I'm a good neighbor. Yes, you are a good neighbor. Uh, today is strawberry cream pie day today. So you could make a strawberry cream pie and deliver it to your neighbor today. Or if your neighbor really wants to prove that they're a good neighbor, yeah, they could make you say. a strawberry cream pie. And <laughs> I am a good neighbor it, to deliver pie, too. Deliver it to, <laughs> to you. you, yeah, I mean, how leave you do off it, the cream for me. Maybe differently. So September the 28th, we will um, we will welcome October in a couple of days. And once the once the calendar turns to 10-1, I recognize fall. In the latter days of September, I really don't recognize fall, even though it's here. Yeah. There's something about the calendar rolling over. Yeah, for me and too. And I go, okay, fall fall falls here. Well, yeah. I just hang on for to every last bit of the summer season i did all my fall decorating over the weekend which included removing the pineapple off my stove and putting a pumpkin there (laughs) true story i was on i was on face i was on facetime with a friend who was who decorates like the chimneys all of it like everything everything gets decorated i'm like here watch me i'm gonna do my fall decorating right now so wonder they've not hired you to come work at the Magic Kingdom. You know I'm how they do, magically transform yeah. from oh. one season to the next? Well, I just want to let people know. I mean, follow me on Instagram for more fall tips. <laughs> you <laughs> take more your, elaborate decorating you, tips. You, Unless you're coming to do it. I'm you not grab your pineapple with your left hand and pull it up and set your pumpkin down with your right hand and voila. The biggest problem I had was the pineapple was taller than the pumpkin that I kept the cabinet in. <laughs> I don't know what to do with the pineapple. Now, now what to do? You actually have a lot of fall stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, Sweet Baby and I, we put out three of my... Uh, it was big pumpkins. Big yeah. metal pumpkins okay. yesterday. Yes, and as I, as I left the house this morning, I thought, well... The request for the rest of the fall decorations well, will so be coming she, in three, it's, it's, two... Well, it's funny because she asked me because she knew that Mark. there there was more yeah. that went with it. Mark, Mark, Mark. the turkey? I told her. I was like, well, Mark's inside. He's doing dinner, blah, blah, blah. So we'll just put these out for now. Yeah, she seemed okay with yet. that. but The Halloween stuff is okay come 10-1, but the turkey and the pilgrims can't come out until 11-1. Right. Quite Correct. a bit more, but she was content. To Gotta do it in waves. Yeah. Gotta do it. It's, it's a marathon. It's it was not just something for us to do. So. Well, speaking of when the pilgrims in the turkey are coming out, the CDC is saying that Thanksgiving gatherings 
should be small. So amid the coronavirus pandemic, and by the way, I, I know that we sit and we go, oh, well, it's not a big deal around here. When you look at the positivity rate of Grayson County specifically, when you look where Grayson County fits into the calculus of where we are as a state, I I I think you really need to scrutinize and be careful about what you choose to do for Thanksgiving and identify the low risk, the medium risk, and the high risk. Now, being somewhat of a seizing the opportunity when it presents itself, if you are someone whose Thanksgiving, your traditional Thanksgiving gathering, has grown perhaps beyond the limits of what you'd prefer, this may be a golden opportunity to trim the proverbial fat from your invitation list. This 2020 Thanksgiving might be an opportunity for you to reset the table, if you will, to wrangle your (laughs) gathering and your Thanksgiving back into something more to your liking than all comers. I think you can only do that as a host. Agreed. Yeah. As a host, I think you say, well, we're going to keep it very small this year, which means you start to say, well, I really don't like that bunch. And I I don't know if I really want to spend the day with that bunch. And so much like you carve the old bird, you can carve your guest list down to... (laughs) Trimming off the turkey neck. Something that you <laughs> save the neck for me, Clark. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? This might I present do. you with a excuse. But we did this at Easter, if you remember, because it was the first time that we had Easter at our house that I prepared Easter dinner for just my children. Because mm-hmm. my mother has always made Easter a holiday that she cooks for. So it was it was different, but it was nice to just not go anywhere, be in the house and have just our children, and that was legally all we could have. Like, there, mm-hmm. we weren't allowed to go be with anybody else. That's when we were in complete lockdown. Because Andy said. Because Andy, yes. Mm-hmm. Andy said, Easter at your house only. You might, you might embrace, as we get closer to Thanksgiving, if you've been hosting Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and it has grown beyond your comfort level. Mm-hmm. You may warm up to the excuse Andy says. And if you don't want Andy, say Fauci. Fauci says. Yeah. Because the CDC is somewhat, you know, relying upon guidance from from the CD, uh, from Fauci and the other uh, experts, experts, quote finger experts. Uh, I don't know that he is or is not an expert, considered by some to be. Low-risk activities for Thanksgiving include having a small dinner with only people who live in your household. Uh, we've done yeah. that already. Yeah. We do that every night. It's called dinner. Right. It's called dinner. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, you might spice it up, you know, the menu, the whatever. Sure. But. You know, if it's if I am cooking Thanksgiving for just my people, like my husband and my children, we're doing turkey jerky this year. Like, I am not cooking the whole turkey. <laughs> pick, pick from the flavors you want. Yeah. I'm not yeah, a turkey lover anyway. work for me. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. I don't like turkey. Here are four parenting trends from the last 10 years that are here to stay. And three parenting trends that uh, are ready to be retired. Okay. You ready for the list? Here to stay, eco-friendliness. Mm-hmm. All right, that is not going away. The generation okay. of kids that we have raised are going to be much more eco-friendly than our generation and the generation mm-hmm. before us. That has taken root and will continue unless there's a pandemic and then you say bring on the plastic. Remember, in February, we had eradicated all the all the plastic. The plastic was gone forever. <laughs> then Andy said, dig out and the then, plastic. Then Andy said, plastic for everyone. <laughs> but I don't think it has ruined the core principles of the eco-friendliness. Right. Here to stay, subscription, everything. Listen, they got us with that, right? Mm-hmm. When we thought we were getting rid of that $200 dish network or direct TV bill. Mm-hmm. Amazon Prime, Birchbox, 
uh, subscription to Hulu, subscription to like you name Disney it. Plus, we it, it is all Charm, is all subscription fun. all the time. We don't own anything. We just subscribe to a service. Listen, you can rent your clothes every month. I did it for a while. Well, but here's the thing: I don't subscribe personally to anything. I follow him. You have subscriptions. You're just down. Your you're downstream yes, of the I'm decision downstream. making process. Right. Yeah. So I don't yeah. do. But, but you're. Oh, but you're subscribed. I was going to say yeah. uh, here to stay unschooling. So, um, it. Do you know what unschooling is? Does this have anything to do with the it's, pandemic? School it's kind of like homeschooling. It's kind of like it's just a reevaluation of the. It it is the homeschooling model, but it's where people are choosing to. So I've seen a few episodes of Go RV, where they load their kids up like the Partridge Family in the RVs and travel the country, and they raise their kids by <laughs> educating them like and showing them yeah, the world. Hands on. I have a so I have a homeschool mom. She's been a homeschool mom for years, and I am so envious of the time she spends with her kids because everything is hands on every day. I mean, at least three days a week is a field trip to somewhere to something to see. Like, go to the store. They have to handle the money. It's real-time learning. Paid paternity leave is here to stay. Okay, that's good. Ready to be retired? Gender reveals. See California California wildfires. Yeah, yeah, that got away from them. Parents are ready to retire. Elf on a shelf. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. You had your run, yep. Elf on the shelf. People By the way, never made so middle child last uh, middle child last week mentioned Elf on the Shelf yep. to youngest child, yep. and I was like, "Shut your mouth!" Where is Sheldon? He he is he's, he's living his best life. Yes, in Elf Land. In Elf Land. <laughs> okay, all right. He's, with he's in New York. <laughs> but I did want to say, okay, middle child, then uh-huh. you will be Sheldon's Wrangler. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, you and your big mouth. Hey. What are kids good for? They can't entangle you in something that you entangled them in. And this ready. Is, you know what this is? Oh, yeah. This is payback for oh, you all introducing. It's absolutely revenge. Insane. Oh, he's watching me. And ready to retire. Mindful parenting. All right? Okay. We grew up in the 80s where we grew up in latchkey world. Yeah, more like feral kids, but you call it what you want. Yeah, mo- mom and dads went away, and as so long as nobody was <laughs> yes, they did. They just bleeding, went away. so it's yeah. like everything was okay. But now, I mean, we got to be standing there hovering over our kids, watching them take yeah. a number two, going, "Woo, good for you!" Yeah, you know. Yeah. So mindful parenting, especially in a pandemic. We out of here. Yeah, we, we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way here on In the Know. CoreMark Kentucky has immediate job openings for night warehouse shifts. If you're highly motivated, seeking a family-friendly environment, CoreMark Kentucky has full, part, and temporary time positions available with competitive wages, incentives, benefits, vacation, and a fun work atmosphere. CoreMark Kentucky offers you a four-day work week. That's three days off a week. Call a recruiter now at 270-259-9341 or apply online at careers.coremark.com. CoreMark is an equal opportunity employer. Look around your home, and there's probably something that was made right here in Litchfield. Leggett & Platt is a worldwide corporation making a wide range of products, including sofa sleeper and reclining hardware assemblies here at home. A portion of your Ashley, Lazy Boy, or England furniture might have been made by one of your neighbors. Join the Leggett & Platt team today. We're a one-shift operation with competitive wages, incentive pay, benefits at 90 days, and a discount stock program offering after six months. Applications for production trainees are available in the front lobby with a convenient drop box. So stop by the office at 435 at Embry Drive and start your path to a career with Leggett and Platt. We need 30 new trainees immediately. So join the team where our motto is, we work hard so you can rest easy. Leggett and Platt is an equal opportunity, affirmative action, veteran and disability employer. Hello, I'm Kevin Henderson, Grayson County Judge Executive. You don't need to be an inventor, a scientist, or a judge executive to shape the future of your community. You just need to be someone who cares about your community. 
By being counted in the 2020 census, you will help inform funding for local school programs, emergency services, and roads in our community. We all count. Shape your future. Start here. Visit 2020census.gov. How do we make America safe? I'm Amy McGrath, and I spent 20 years in the Marines and flew combat missions against terrorists. That's one way to keep us safe. I also believe we need the rule of law here at home. Everyone has the right to protest, and freedom of speech was one of the things I was fighting to protect. But looting and vandalism is a crime and should be fully prosecuted. And violence against police officers can never be tolerated. Mitch McConnell is trying to scare you and tell you I'm something I'm not. But this is what Mitch McConnell always does. He makes things up and divides people. We are in the middle of a very difficult time in our country, and Mitch McConnell's politics don't solve any problems. Whether it's helping us get through COVID, protecting our families, fighting for Kentucky jobs, or ensuring opportunity for every Kentuckian, I'm running for Senate and I approve this message because as a Marine and a mom, I will always put Kentucky first. Paid for by Amy McGrath for Senate. K105 Weather is brought to you by Future Designs Building Materials on Quarry Road in Litchfield. Twin Lakes Weather. Showers are on the way. In fact, the radar is lit up to our west. It's going to be moving in. It looks like through the mid-morning through mid-afternoon time period. It appeared to rain, maybe some thunder, nothing severe, but uh, certainly a decent chance of rain and the highest chance we've had about a couple weeks. High temperature around 71 before the rain gets going, then we'll cool down a bit this afternoon. The Way 3D Storm Tracking Team, I'm meteorologist Brian Good. Don't you worry about a Did you know it cost $3 million to build the Titanic, but $100 million to make the movie? I can see that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, makes sense to me. Wow. I mean, nearly a century separated the two events, but it's weird. They built a boat that sank Mm -hmm. for $3 million. But uh, built the probably the most successful movie of all time, or yeah, one of, for $100 million to tell the story. Hmm. Yeah, I can good. believe that. Makes, uh, makes good sense. I learned um, that I didn't get to it last segment, but I must tell you, the Elf on the Shelf, no, Elf cereal is coming to supermarkets. Okay. So we're going to get... Buddy the Elf cereal. Doesn't this seem a little late in the game? Like, shouldn't this have happened when the movie came out? I think we're just needing anything that we can latch onto in 2020. So for me, it's a little bit early because yeah, I think saying, I would market it maybe mid-November. Yeah. No, I'm not saying to market it. I'm saying this is late in the game of the movie. Like, <laughs> usually when the movie's released, you see all the paraphernalia. Considering the, movie, but, yeah. the movie came out 17 years ago. Right. The, all like, watch it. I mean, over sure, and over. But are, are you going to bring out Home Alone cereal? Is there a chance Maybe. that this cereal has been in the warehouse since 2003? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody found it. Oh, we forgot to take this to the grocery store. Yeah, is there a chance that we've, we've run out of all the other cereal <laughs> and somebody went, <laughs> we got this know. elf cereal back here. Um, I'll yeah. try it. I mean, at this point, I'm eating fruity pebbles. So Yeah. I, uh, yeah. By the way, speaking of running out of things, I do. I am going to echo what Rick Burgess said this morning: is that the uh, the, the toilet paper folks seem to have recovered pretty well, mm-hmm. but your bounty quicker picker upper people seem to be struggling still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've noticed that, Mm-mm. but so, I, uh, I certainly, I certainly have. Uh, also, not planting any seeds, but telling you that plastic surgery is on the rise. Because patients are using the mask wearing, talk about opportunism. Oh, yeah. Getting a little work done yeah. while they have to wear a mask while they're outside of the house anyway. Perfect time to have braces. Because, you know, on normal normal conditions, if you go around wearing a mask, mm-hmm. they go, oh, you have a little work done? Yep. And now you can have a little work done and go, no, Andy said I have to wear a mask. Nope. So I'm just wearing a mask because... 
I don't wear a mask for me. I wear a mask for you. <laughs> and that's how you're supposed to say it? Yep. I don't wear it for me. I wear it for you. Uh, Runa, uh, Rooney Mara and Joaquin Phoenix have welcomed a new baby boy. I hope his name is Bob. Just something normal. His name is River. So in oh, okay. in tribute to Joaquin Phoenix's uh, brother that they lost, River Phoenix. Uh, so there's now another River Phoenix in wow. the world. Makes cool. sense. Yeah, that's okay. Um, R- the original River Phoenix passed away in 93 uh, from a drug overdose at uh, just the age of 23. Game of Thrones, Kit Harrington. So Jon Snow and Rose Leslie are expecting their first child. So there they are. All right, good. Have a little snow baby. Mm-hmm. John Snow. I'm not going to say any more about John Snow because one of these days you all <laughs> might decide to watch Game of Thrones and I don't want to ruin it for you. Okay. Uh, Saturday Night Live, all 45 seasons are coming to Peacock next week. We get a new Saturday Night Live this weekend with uh, Chris Rock will be the host. Mm-hmm. But on the new Peacock streaming service, the full Saturday Night Live library will be available. Hmm. That okay. could keep you busy for a while. Yeah. I can get hung up in the Will Ferrell. <laughs> I'd be curious to know yeah. if I went back and watched all 45. Of course, the first few seasons I'm out on, but I've seen a lot of them either in, you know, tribute or, you know, just the best of or whatever it might be. But I would be curious to know if I sat down at the beginning and binged it, how much I could check off and go, seen this before, seen this before, mm-hmm. seen this before. Yeah. I would have to check off. Like, can I continue with this entire show? Like, <laughs> I, I tried lo- and failed. Yeah, <laughs> I used to love it, but it has yeah, changed, it's changed so much. It definitely has changed a lot. <laughs> I'm just so far in. I just hate to bail on them now, but there are times where I definitely won't watch it live, so I'll have the ability to skip by whatever nonsense I don't want to see. Uh, LeBron James and Anthony Davis and the Los Angeles Lakers are in the NBA Finals. LeBron James likens his relationship with Anthony Davis as Will Ferrell and John C. Riley from Step Brothers. Again, between Elf, Saturday Night Live, Will Ferrell. It's the Catalina <laughs> Wine Mixer. Right? I love that movie. <laughs> Fantastic. Like, I've never wanted to spank children, grown children, I know. so much in my life. <laughs> <laughs> just get the belt. <laughs> what is it worldwide? I can't remember the the name of their group that they. Oh gosh, I can't. Oh, remember. Oh, if I had if I hadn't been doing the story, I would have known it immediately. Um, and the mama, like she's my favorite. The Catalina wine mixer, and then the brother, the other brother that's successful. No, just like I love the sister in law. Yes, yeah, hot for the brother. Oh, yeah, good. she is something. <laughs> but uh, so the Heat and the Lakers should be a good final. Yeah, Bam out of bio and. Uh, it's, have a the final is going to have a very Kentucky feel to it, so that's good. Uh, University of Kentucky feel. Taylor Swift dethrones Whitney Houston for most speak most weeks spent at number one on the Billboard 200 chart. I know we never thought Taylor Swift would accomplish anything, but yeah. she finally did. Prestige and worldwide. Prestige worldwide. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Playing along with the Billy Joel song on the yeah, love it. Um, <laughs> and the list, Rolling Stone has released the list of the greatest albums of all time. Marvin Gaye's What's Going On album has been ranked as the best album of all time, according to Rolling Stone. I don't know that I've ever listened to the, I haven't listened to the album. I know songs, but I have to look at the collection. That Sounds the by the Beach Boys at number two. Joni Mitchell's mm-hmm. Blue album at three. Songs in the Key of Life, Stevie Wonder at four. The Beatles, Abbey Road at five. Uh, Purple Rain is in the top ten. Rumors yeah, by Fleetwood Mac is in the mm-hmm. top ten. Nevermind by Nirvana is in the top ten. Mm-hmm. And The Miseducation of Lauren Hill yeah. at number ten. I listened to that with my daughter. Kind, uh, of, a, kind of a changer. And then I learned this morning, you all know how much I love Forrest Gump. I learned that there's a new podcast or a new show coming out that reveals that the infamous running scene. And that day, for no particular reason, I decided to go for a little run was um, when he takes off running and goes across country, that scene was not in the original cut of the movie. Paramount wouldn't pay for it. Paramount would not pay for that cross-country back-and-forth, coast-to-coast. So Tom Hanks and Robert Zemeckis paid for it out of their own pocket to have it in the movie for a greater share of the profits from the movie. 
Oh, wow. Can you remember? Can you imagine Forrest Gump without? No, not at all. That, I mean, that was yeah, it's one, one of the, the most biggies. iconic scenes yeah. of the yeah. movie. So they, you know, they bet on themselves that it was the right thing to do, and it paid off. Yeah, I would bet on myself too. Absolutely, <laughs> got to <laughs> get to a break. Come back, got plenty more on the way. You're on in the know. A company always on the run. MB's point to ponder for today. Should we start a grassroots campaign to have quicksand renamed? Yes. Yes. Think about it. There's nothing about about quicksand that is quick. Slow death sand. It is. It's excruciatingly slow sinking sand. Yeah. Oh, that creeps me out. Oh, It does kind of creep me out, too. I always wondered how far. So of all the episodes of Gilligan's Island that they were almost done in, by the quicksand. Yeah. You know, the indigenous people, that didn't do them in. No. Tornadoes, typhoons, yep. that didn't do them in. I was always convinced that it was the quicksand that was going to get Marianne and Ginger. And leave my Notice head I mentioned out. them first. Right. You can't get your arms back out. Like, right. Oh, God. But yet, if you just have a Tarzan vine, just pull yourself right out. Yeah. Kind of. I I think I think quicksand is misrepresented in in entertainment, mm. and but I do think that it's misnamed, and we should do something about it. I'll take it out with my legislators. <laughs> Good idea, because it's so. There's a lot of it around here. We deal with it a lot. We need to a be lot of quicksand here in these in these parts. Mm-hmm. Do, I just figured out where all the quicksand ends in our area. At Mammoth Cave, if you get eaten by if you get eaten by quicksand anywhere in this general region of the United States, you end up in Mammoth Cave. Yeah, it's really a laundry shoot to Mammoth Cave. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game of shoots and ladders. Yes, well, yes, it really is. I it's Jumanji. Would prefer that, right? <laughs> yeah. On TV tonight, Emergency Call. It's the premiere of this new show on ABC, and on the Stanley Cup Final is on um, NBC. Game six, the Tampa Bay Lightning versus the Dallas Stars. There was a guy in Florida who called 911 over the weekend because his neighbors were watching the hockey game and were shouting, shoot, 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 when a shot's on goal. And he thought that there was a domestic going on. And so he called 911 and said, there's a somebody about to be shot oh downstairs. Gosh. I called 911 once thinking a woman was being murdered in my woods, but it was a bobcat. Wow. It happens to the best of Have us. Have you ever heard them? This date in 1928, Scottish medical it's researcher terrifying. Alexander Fleming discovered penicillin, the first effective antibiotic. Well, in lame in. 1066, William the Conqueror invaded <laughs> England to claim the Just British sorry. throne. In 1850, flogging was abolished as a form of punishment in the U.S. Navy. We still use it here in our building. Yeah. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't retired it yet. Yeah. We're thinking about it, though. We've taken it up a few times. We decided to do a long-term case study. Uh-huh. We, we, we thought we would give the U.S. Navy 200 years yeah. to decide yeah. whether flogging was good or not. Yeah. So We haven't collected enough data yet to we're really still do waiting proper research. Listen, still waiting you've for never the lived on a farm with chickens unless you've been flogged. I'm In just saying. 1964, comedian Harpo Marx died at age 75 in Los Angeles. Birthdays today. Janine Graffalo is 56, Young Jeezy is 43, Hilary Duff is 33 today, and today is my mamaw's birthday. <gasps> Gladys birthday. Buckles celebrating Gladys. her birthday today. And, uh, she 40, 41? About that. Misty, yeah. 47. Oh, and gosh, you. sorry. <laughs> One more year, you could be a Supreme Court Justice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, she is Nominee. a Supreme Court Justice. She is in Kenya. Don't you know it? Um, also gone but not forgotten, Ed Sullivan, born this date in 1901. I'd say my mamma got some shrimp pasta salad yesterday for her birthday. Oh, and nami, she nami. said it was better than birthday <laughs> cake. Uh, does she call you moon pie? Yeah, I am nummy nummy. So, I mean, she knows that. <laughs> no, she does refer to me, though, as the, I, I used to think, the older I get, though, I'm not so sure that I like it, yeah. the oldest grandchild. Yeah, I'm I would like, say stop saying that. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> how about the first? Can I be the first grandchild? I'll, I'll settle for first grandchild. Favorite, whatever you want to do. I think that's really what she's trying to say, yeah. that she doesn't want to make the other grandkids Absolutely. feel bad. 
1953, Perry Como. No, this is uh, Les Paul and Mary Ford via Con Dios, my darling. I like Slim Whitman's version of it better. I learned a lot about Slim Whitman's performance of it while watching Little House on the Prairie during the commercial breaks. Always that dreaded long infomercial. Yeah, those commercials went on for 90 seconds. You know, send nine ninety five, shipping and handling. It's free. What's the handling? Don't you have to to ship it? Don't you have to handle it? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't the handling be included in the shipping? Yeah. Well, I'm handling it. Oh, you paid for the handling. You didn't pay for the shipping. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> How much more for you to do something productive with it? <laughs> Five ninety nine more. Can I just pay for the handling? Don't ship it to me. I just I just like you to go in and handle it. <laughs> Please, 1962, <laughs> the Four Seasons were number one with Sherry. <laughs> Can you handle it twice? And I'll pay you twice for handling. And then just ship it to me one time, but I know it's been properly handled. Yes, it's been vetted. Handle it. Handle it, son. It's not dough. You don't need to need it. <laughs> this package feels like it's been overly handled. How dare you overly handle my Slim Whitman record. 1971. Love it. One of my favorites. It is late September, and the kids really should be back at school. Yeah. And part of them are today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get the rest of them. Yes. Thing. Yes. <laughs> Pitting moms really against each other all you know, across the county. Do you know how many B-side parents mm-hmm. are ha, are just praying they don't get a one call from Doug Robinson today? Yes. yes. You know, it's like, don't do it. Don't do don't it. Don't make dare. that one call. Give me the one day, man. <laughs> Give me one day. <laughs> I can just get them out of the house. <laughs> Take then, this math problem to school. Then they become <laughs> your problem. Teach them to carry the one. <laughs> 1980. <laughs> Queen, number one, with another one bites the dust. Share, if I could turn back time in 89. Backstreet Boys, I'll Never Break Your Heart in 98. Timbaland and Carrie Hilson, The Way I Are in 07. And Kelsey Ballerini, Peter Pan, number one, four years ago today. And another one's down and another one's down. I remember learning to play this in the band program. Oh, it was really fun to play. So uh, cool. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Art enables us to find ourselves and lose ourselves at the same time. Art enables us to find ourselves and lose ourselves at the same time. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for B, Jime MB, and now you're in the know.